Hello. Welcome to the Daily Crown for Thursday, June 20th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. And tonight, I had the opportunity to finally get into using Swift UI and Xcode 11, Catalina, all that cool stuff that was released at WWDC on an actual project. So uh, tonight, I managed to get into my Catalina install that's on this external hard drive. And I uh, booted up Xcode 11 Beta 2, and I started prototyping a user interface for a watchOS app. My very first watchOS app, if I actually get it out the door. And I've never done any watchOS stuff at all. I really don't know <laughs> how you're supposed to do it. Uh, so I just used a template, started one up there, and then immediately went into using Swift UI to try to prototype the interface. And I must say... It is wonderful. I mean, I'm running it off an external hard drive, and uh, it's a little slow, and I think that's mostly to drive, but it could possibly be beta software too. So the whole you know, live preview thing works, but it's a little sluggish uh, with my current setup. But even so, it's a lot faster than build and run. And just working with SwiftUI, I was able to start prototyping one of the screens uh, and very easily iterate on ideas in a way that was just so much faster than anything else I've done. It, I, I heard that SwiftUI was originally developed for watchOS. Like, that was the original um, you know, environment for it. And it makes complete sense, because there's very little room here. You're pretty much just stacking things. Uh, in, you know, so it makes a whole bunch of sense. You'd be using vertical stacks and horizontal stacks and, and such for the main UI. So that's exactly what I was doing. And uh, yeah, I really liked it. I really am enjoying it. And I was making faster progress fooling around with the UI than, even though, even though it's a really simple user interface I'm working on right now, even though there's not a lot of room on the screen, for instance, and it's, it's just using standard you know, text and, and other you know, elements, it's still a lot faster for me to be copying, pasting uh, chunks of code around and watching it update the preview on the right-hand side of Xcode than doing anything else, like any other prototyping tool, really, uh, at least for me. And I'm getting to see really what it looks like, uh, which is cool. And I could see what it looks like on different watch sizes, you know, in the simulator. I, I don't think, or at least I couldn't find a way of adjusting the preview to look like different sizes of watch. Uh, oh, so like it looked like it was it was previewing like uh some some kind of size of of a watch, but I don't know what. So I don't I don't know if there's like a universal size or if, if it, there's just no tooling to change it. I don't know. But uh, I could also build and run it into different sizes, and that that worked fine. So I'm still full, figuring out the tools. It's a little rough. It's a little rough. I gotta say. Uh, so you can either be creating code in SwiftUI directly which is actually the preferred way, I think. And it's nice because the um, you can just kind of fool around in there and guess the names of methods that may or may not work. And it'll give you, you know, a list of possibilities and you can just kind of pick them and you can explore the API that way. It's, it's pretty straightforward, really, um, once you get the hang of it. And then I did have to check documentation a few times to, to find some stuff. But really, it's, it's not that bad. And you can find some tutorials already online they have little snippets of SwiftUI code. And so with that, very little knowledge, like a brief glance 
at um, a Swift UI tutorial online just to find out how to set um, some font attributes. And it turned out to be font. <laughs> uh, and then uh, just messing around with uh, autocomplete, I was able to figure out what I needed to do. Plus, I'd already seen the WWDC videos. And then on the preview side in Xcode 11, you can then kind of command click or right click on an element and then see like graphically like a little control panel with different things you can change. And that's actually really useful. It, it seems like a little bit buggy, like it disappears on me when I don't want it to. And, uh, you know, my system, as I said, was a little slow, so it seemed a little sluggish to pop up. And uh, I don't know if it was a complete list of everything you could possibly do to it. But it was nice. Like it had, you know, you could add padding in there. You could choose your font in there and colors, change the text, all kind of stuff. So it was a nice little inspector panel. Just kind of command click or I think right click will also work. And uh, on the actual preview. And then if you change something there, of course, it reflects over in Swift UI. So it's a really nice environment. And I haven't gotten too far yet. Uh, I've only been working on the one screen tonight before I had to, uh, you know, had to do something else. But, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't know, maybe half an hour. For you know, or something, I was messing around, maybe a little more. Ran the simulator a few, a few times. Didn't actually have it do anything. This is just strictly iterating multiple versions of the user interface. But I probably tried three, four different kind of layouts, just manipulating some Swift UI code. Just boom, boom, boom. And you know, I could have just done it with multiple previews. So probably that's what I'm going to do because I want to compare them. I'm just so used to having to, like, like set up the entire UI, see what it looks like, and then change it, not being able to see multiple versions at once, that I kind of forgot while I was doing it that I could set up multiple previews uh, so that I could see the different iterations. So that's what I'm going to do next time and manipulate the uh, the the previews itself uh, themselves so I can see the multiple versions of my UI because I'm not quite sure what I want to do with it. Um, so I'm hoping, though, that I'll be able to use this to build just a straight-up watch app because I feel like that's the smallest useful thing you can build with Swift UI right now. It doesn't have any of the other complexity of a regular iOS app. You don't need to have an iOS companion app anymore. So I have a I have a thing in mind that's uh really uh straightforward-ish, pretty straightforward I think, and I'm gonna give it a shot, see if it works. I have no idea. But it doesn't require a lot of UI, so I should be able to get something prototyped up and running pretty quickly now that I actually have my tooling working. Uh even if it's a little sluggish on my machine. I know other people have been able to just create a new volume and put on their, their internal hard drive, uh, Catalina. And I would have done that. I just don't have enough space. So it's uh, unfortunate for me because <laughs> it's a little sluggish. But it is fun. So using it, though, it really does demonstrate to me, I think, that Swift UI is, is very much at home on watchOS. I haven't tried to do an iOS app user interface yet. Uh, but I imagine that the limitations of SwiftUI may manifest themselves much more quickly on iOS than they do on, on watchOS. Uh, but it seems to have everything I would I probably need to do my interface for this idea. So I'm going to keep doing it and see if I can create an entirely new app with only SwiftUI for my user interface. We'll see how far I can get on that because I don't know. It's pretty cool. I set up the, I used a template in Xcode 11 and it looks like it set up a storyboard and then like a hosting container, hosting controller for the Swift UI. And then uh, in the actual Swift controller, uh, it loads the, the Swift UI view. I think that's how it works. So there's still a storyboard in there. Like you might normally see uh, the storyboard has the different watch OS interfaces, like the main app and 
like a notification thing and uh, there's also like a complication controller in there somewhere that I didn't really uh, look at yet. So it's not like it, it's an un- completely unfamiliar thing if you're used to using um, you're used to doing watchOS. Now I haven't done any watchOS before, so it's all pretty new to me. But uh, it is nice though when you just do file new and, and have that new template get built because it just drops you directly into a Swift UI uh, you know file and it works. Now one thing was weird about it was uh, the default template is like a hello world text, uh, except that the text is black by default, I guess. So it's black on a black background because that's what watchOS is. So you don't see anything. And at first, if you don't realize that the text by default is black and you think something's wrong, but once you change its color, it's obvious that it's all, it's all working fine. Um, so yeah, uh, I I'm enjoying this so far. The little bit I've uh, the little bit I've been using Swift UI just tonight is just it just continues to uh make me think this really is the future. I mean, well I mean, we'll see. I haven't done anything super complicated yet, but so far so good. Uh definitely check it out if you haven't already. It's uh, I think totally worth installing Catalina on another partition uh or volume uh or an external drive or another computer whatever, just so that you can have the full Xcode 11 experience with live previews because, man, that is a sweet way of doing <laughs> UI development on Apple platforms. So, so, so much better than uh, than any other way I've used before, including storyboards and just straight up code. What I like about it is because it is like, it is just using code uh, in a very declarative way. Then you also have the benefits of being able to see what you're, what you're building there like you would in a storyboard. So I, I like it. I like this this whole approach. I really do. I'm actually really excited to see how Swift UI is going to evolve next year. This is version one. I mean, what are they going to give us next year? Really looking forward to that. But first, I'm going to try to get something running <laughs> this year on these tools. So that's what I'm going to do. So that was just my first impressions using Swift UI, the watch OS. Uh, a very, very good pairing, I think. If you're If you're interested in building something useful, with Swift UI, uh, I recommend checking out just a, a watch OS template in Xcode because it's the simplest thing you could do and it lets you play around with, with uh, Swift UI and get something potentially useful with uh, the minimal amount of work. And isn't that what we all aim for as developers? Something useful that we didn't have to work too hard to build. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be it for today. Those are just my first impressions. I will keep you posted on my Swift UI adventures in the future, so stay tuned. Uh, subscribe if you aren't already. Uh, but that's going to be it for tonight for this uh, Daily Cron for Thursday, June 20th. And I'll talk to you uh, next time. Later. <laughs>